everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Polly Walnuts to my Silvio. Chris. That's right, folks. I am still watching Sopranos. Uh, um, I, I got to say, Chris, I, I like we were talking about a little bit before we started recording. I'm a little eh, on the Sopranos at the moment. Silvio is one of my favorite characters ever. I love him in that show. He is just Stephen Van Zandt is plays him. He is just so like. Oh, is that the guy almost, from? Uh, is that the guy from? Uh, don't let me finish. Bruce Springsteen. I have no man? idea. Bruce Springsteen's man. I have no idea. What's uh, anyways? He is so over. He's almost over the top with his like Italian, like hey, you know what do we do in here and so on and so on. It's it's so great. What's the character's uh, one of the name again? Things I love the most about the show. What? What's the character's name again? Silvio. Okay. Um, he it, it's just yeah. Anyways, um, so how are you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing amazing, man. It's uh, it, it's 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 the weekend, like it like it has been for us uh, in the uh, off season. You know, you since it. the weekend started. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, just couldn't be a luckier guy. Have an amazing family. Have an amazing fantasy football show. And glad to be here with you to talk tight ends tonight. What about you? Um, I, I don't have family. This show is my baby, and um, it's slowly <laughs> dying. That's not true. I'm well, let's work being, our best to not make it your afterbirth. I'm okay? being I'm being like fake dramatic, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, Silvio, great, great, great television character. Um, we're uh, here to talk yeah, about some. Yeah, that's the guy I was thinking about from Bruce Springsteen band, I believe. Oh, but is it? What is is that? Where he's from? Holy. Uh, it's anyway. got a very long wiki entry. I'm not going to get go into it. Point is, let's I not. Was right. Let's talk. Let's talk about some <laughs> tight ends because this week we are talking about tight ends, the top 12 tight ends of the 2021 season. Uh, half PPR scoring, of course. I actually course. remember to mention that this time, Chris. Um, you uh, proposed a question here to me before uh, for the show. Um, you proposed uh, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, oh. or. Darren Waller as tight end one for next year. Yep. Mm-hmm. For 2022. I initially said my knee jerk reaction was Team Andrews. That is still but, my reaction. Oh, you're going to go and go with it. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, there's a little bit of biases here with uh, with uh, Mr. Mandrews. Uh, he, helping me win, helping bias, me yeah. win my rookie dynasty season in your face. Well, he, ought to, he also um, had a Kelsey like season. Let's be let's be clear. Uh, not quite though. He scored like almost sixty less points this year than Kelsey did last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's true. That's fair. Or sixty. I think it was. 30. But I, also, I also don't know it, if it we was. See it was I'm sorry. It was. It was thirty. It was. Like I also 30 don't know points. how often we see the Chiefs repeat said twenty twenty season. You know, like ah, exactly. No, Kelsey was. Ass. He's been Kelsey was a tight end one the last two years. I'm just thinking, like, I'm just kind of wondering if, like, Mark Andrews is going to be the new tight end king going forward for the next few years. He's only 26. I'm a big fan. I, I, I did you know I, that? I, like, real quick, not to start, start to interrupt fine, you here, and you not to jump up. ahead yeah, to good. Zach Ertz, one of the guys I want to talk about. Did you know that Zach Ertz was 26 when he came in the NFL? He's 33 now. I did not know he was or thir- that old going man. to be 32. And oddly sorry. enough, I can't remember where he played. Let me take a guess. I don't remember. Oregon? I don't I think remember. it was Oklahoma. I think it was Oregon, but I'm really I guessing. Could be wrong. And that's unlike I me. I usually know where they play college ball. Anyways, let me so yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. 
I just, to answer the question, I just think Waller's going to have something to say with a different staff at Oakland. I don't know, man. I think I think me and you were kind of on the train of perhaps Kelsey is not the tight end one at the beginning of this past season of 2021. But he's still at a top three, right, season? Where's my spreadsheet? <laughs> um, so two. there you go. Uh, Kittle was in the discussion beginning of this season of, hey, we if somebody ascends, I'm out past on him. Well, I'm just saying Kittle was hurt. If he weren't That's hurt. That's why I'm out on him. It's always it's always something again at the beginning him. of this offseason, twenty twenty one. Me and you were both like we would have anointed Kittle, but we were hesitant, even though we were lower on Kelsey <laughs> because lower, of injury, like number like number two or three. Well, age and and here's and here's why and here's one statistical about regression. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be in San Francisco. From from what everything is reporting is that they're moving forward. No, Jimmy G going to be Trey Lance next year. So. I, but I think that, you would be jumping the gun if you assume that Kyle Shanahan can't get the ball to uh, both Kittle and Debo well enough with. Yeah, but I'm not drafting. I'm not drafting Kittle as a top four tight end. Number one. Number one. Literally, literally talking about one number one. So you make a very good point with Kittle. I would neither put him there. I will say this much about Andrews. I am very wary of putting him as my tight end one next year and drafting him like a Kelsey this past season where we were drafting him at the end of the first. Because statistical regression. I just don't think it'll happen again. Touchdowns are fluky. Yep, and we'll get into that tonight. They they certainly can be. Um Mark Andrews, he was um he but he had six games with, with eight or more catches. He had five okay. games with more than a hundred receiving yards, mm-hmm. and he had nine touchdowns, all of which weirdly came in the red zone, which makes me a little wary of that. But the thing I like the most about Andrews here, Mark Andrews, five games more than a hundred receiving yards. Five. The rest, like I don't think any other. I didn't look at every tight end like stat. To I think stat the reason. I think the reasons folks hate uh, Baltimore receivers is the same reasons we love Mark Andrews. He's their best receiver. He's their best receiver. That could change. But also, like, also six games with over eight catches too. Like, no, he's a part of the offense. Money, and 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 then here's the thing too is that like he was the, um, excuse me, I don't remember the like second most or the first most targeted tight end in all of football this this year, um, which is great. Like, I think that the Ravens. They figured it like Andrews. They gave him a big. They just gave him a big contract mid season. Have you ever seen this guy without a shirt on? I'm not like I'm not trying to be like who. I'll say this much: I watched Andrews, I watched him in college. Like, this dude is fit. I watched him in college. I kept with, up with him in draft time, whichever year that would have been at this point, 2017 or 18, probably 2018. Probably. Uh, um, very impressed with how he was going to translate into the program pro game and it is absolutely playing itself out before our eyes i think I i'm think just saying like, i'm hesitant to make him tight in one next season because of statistical regression there's a couple other names i like to throw in there including darren waller waller yeah uh my my other thing my other problem with waller though is different head coach i know like waller's their best and receiver health. like and like health. like andrews is to the ravens waller is definitely the raiders best receiver at the moment absolutely absolutely but they're also talking about they might scrap Derek Carr too, 
depending on what the new head coach said, new head coach. That would completely change my take. That would completely change my take. So like as of right now, as of right now, man, as of this moment, Saturday, we won't date ourselves. (laughs) Playoff time, end Mm. of the 2021 season. I'm going, I'm going Andrews. If Derek Carr stays there, I'm definitely bumping Waller back into maybe the conversation. But as of right now, it's not even close. Waller is out for me right now. It's it's either Kelsey or Andrews. Do you have like just to kind of fast forward a little bit? Do you have a sleeper that could potentially end up being the tight end one next year? Absolutely, Gronkowski plays seventeen games. I don't think there's any question. No, even the tight if end not, one. even if he would have done, we that don't this think year, that's gonna. I don't think him. that's gonna happen. To be clear, so let me name a better name. No, but, no, no, no. Gronk finished uh, over a hundred points behind Andrews. Even if he would have played all seventeen games, he wouldn't have gotten it. He did still fall in. He did still fall in forty points short of the tight fine, end. Fine, fine. His average was still lower. Statistically, clearly, he wouldn't have been the tight end one. Um, I would say <sighs> Kittle and Schultz. Now I Schultz, say Schultz with I, I, I say Schultz so. with two caveats, three caveats. Number one, I, I he's on my list to talk about tonight. Number two, I'm a, okay. Four caveats. He's on my list. I'm a Cowboys fan, but more importantly. You're a Cowboys um, fan. You're a Cowboys fan. You're well, a Cowboys touchdowns. Fan. There, and there's your four caveats. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> End of show. Thank you. Good night. Um, touchdowns, again, can be very fluky. And lastly, I would say that, or should I say in his favor, would be that you know Gallup's probably leaving. Too. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I was going to say. Uh, contrary to his favor would be that he's a free agent. and But also so is Gallup. So targets, man. He's up there touchdowns he's up there like he, he he could be he's a dark horse he's a dark horse i will call him a dark horse so my answer to your actual question i guess would be waller because i have not a better answer right now hmm. here's mine i, I have two i don't want to go and you're gonna and one of them's gonna obvious you. ones are kelsey and andrews but go ahead no i said dark horse dark horse dawson oh, knox. you did had, sorry okay uh dawson knox he had a lot of touchdowns this year next year maybe he gets some more he gets some more targets some more reception some more yardage some more help could, could could be a tight end one, the tight end one. Sorry, and here's the one that's going to shock you here. Actually, I, oh man, I have three. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, health quarterback. Uh, that's a super dark horse right there. Um, what was my guy? I Kyle Pitts. Pitts, you oh, you throw you some touchdowns what? in with all the all that I yardage. Kinda... Boom, tight end. I, I don't want I don't want to call it low hanging fruit to call you out. I just kind of glossed over him for that reason honestly i was kind of oh. like ah you know what that's fair i probably should have put him right up there with Waller. i'm gonna call you a big old liar no I, no I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna call me wrong liar. i'm gonna call me wrong in that uh, i just i i glossed over him for because i just forgot and because liar. also I, I that probably should have been a given maybe liar. i don't know I like that. I like your Pitts answer. I really do. I'm sorry. I didn't think of that myself. Dawson Knox, the guys that are in the top 12 right now that could be, that could finish as a tight end one next year, Knox and, and Pitts. All right. Well, we're 13 minutes deep. Let's, uh, was that Andrews? Were we done with Andrews? Well, that also kind of covered Kelsey too. Well, uh, I was just going to say that too. Well, the, the, the thing I wanted to say about Kelsey too, is that like, he's going to be like 32, 33 next year, the start of the season. Um, I'm just, are we kind of seeing like the slow decline to the beginning of the end? Like I was kind of like, I was like, uh, if you remember before the season mm-hmm. start, the 2021 season, this past season started, 
I was like, I'm in on Kelsey for one more year. And I'm going to stick by that. I'm done now. I'm I'm done. I'm not taking Kelsey in the first round. I'm I'd rather be out a year too early than a year too late, you know? But and you, maybe he, maybe it's maybe it's high in production for two more years and I'm just out way too early, but just to refresh my memory, you were on Kelsey in the first round this past year. He was Oh yeah, I was I was down for it. No, 100%. that's fine. I just I misremember. I'm not misremembering. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh I agreed. Um the last thing I'll say about Kelsey as far as a big picture thing is the Chiefs, I think are probably already looking at replenishing the offensive skill cabinet. Well, they've been, in, well, they, in, they need in, to find a new econo- running back now. Let me finish in an economical way, in an economical way. I'm not saying they have a high pick this year. I have no idea. I'm just saying, I assume they don't. I'm just saying that I think they'll be looking at receivers and tight ends, maybe even, but well, not backs in the first round, but you know what I mean? Like, I think the cupboard is more bare than we think. Yes, obviously Tyreek Hill. There's no reason to think he's not still in his prime, but hey, it wasn't his best season. Some of that was, best. you know, and 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 not to get too far into like the season as a whole, but I, just about every single team had some sort of a hiccup this year. Offensive, not regr- a, uh, offensive regression. There was not a, a yeah. not one team that was just a offensive giant the entire year. And and yeah. say the Rams, hey, no, nope, they had a hiccup. The, the Cowboys the, fan the, here, yeah, the absolutely. Bucks, the Bucks did. The the your your Cowboys did. Um, it didn't feel the, like a top. Um, the the Cardinals definitely did. The Seahawks have fell apart. Well, Cardinals lost their QB for a whole minute. So, but no, you make a very valid point. It wasn't as consistent. It was a, a it was a bit of an odd season. Let's put it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Following, Let's continue on, which though. which followed uh, like an otter season than the season before, where there were no fans in the stands. An otter season, um, or, or or like seals or walruses. I'm sorry, I'm you're really confused right now. <laughs> that was. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about sea otters, not river otters. I think that's what you're. Oh, I think that's what you're getting getting mixed silly up. Silly me. Yeah. Dude, have you ever watched some otters <laughs> at the zoo? Speaking of sea otters. <laughs> Let's see if we can make have this ever, transition. Have, have you ever watched otters at the zoo? Those those animals course, are, yeah. are like put on this earth to be have the most fun as possible they possibly can. I feel so like those animals are underwater. never not having fun. I, I feel like they're amphibious monkeys. They're not amphibious though. They can't breathe in the water. I don't think you have to literally be able to breathe underwater to be amphibious. No, you're right. Amphibian, like a frog or a turtle. Right? No. Yeah. Some of them can't. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that is, a mammal that loves water. Who's the next tight end on the list, Josh? I, I, I love water. I, I'm a Moving mammal. Moving on. Moving on. What are, you, what are you getting at there, Chris? No, nope, we're not glassing over this. Uh, I'm getting on that we're 20 minutes deep. On, are you trying to say that an otter is amphibian? And it's you're so uh, you're so out of. It's clearly not an amphibian. This is not getting edited out. <laughs> it's clearly not an amphibian. I'm trying to move on because I don't want to talk about frogs and otters anymore. Do you want to stop That's being wrong? Okay. <laughs> Number three on our list is Dalton oh, Schultz. <laughs> Um, before you start, into, you wanted to talk about Dalton, Dalton Schultz, obviously, because you're a Cowboys fan. And, you, you know, you you had a bit of a, a, a preseason interest in him as well. Um, but uh, the one thing I want to point out about Dalton Schultz, uh, like Mark Andrews, uh, like, once again, half PPR scoring, 247 points, 216 points for Travis Kelsey. And then at number three, it drops all the way down to 169. Nice. Yeah. Um, 216 fantasy points for Kelsey. We feel like it was a down year. That's. 
That's expectations. Well, considering and, that he's and, considering that he scored like two. Well, and that's what I'm getting at. Is it's it's stats and regression and expectations all over again, man. It's it's it is what it is. It, it's the way. And it you feels can say sometimes. that you can you can say that Kelsey uh, missed a game this season. That's why. But he also missed. He actually missed a game in um, 2020 as well. So. Oh, okay. Good call. I didn't know that either until I looked it up. I just was looking at his 2020 stats, which he actually, in 2020, averaged over 17 points. And this year, he averaged 13.6. But we're talking about uh, uh, Dalton Schultz and go. <laughs> as Josh just finished moments, as Josh just mentioned moments ago, uh, Dalton Schultz finishes as the tight end three. Uh, he played all 17 games, uh, to be mm-hmm. clear on that. So that's a, that's a accomplishment. That's a feat Obviously. for the season. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, especially at the tight end position. Obviously, it also plays into his point total, which garnered him the tight end three finish. Uh, his ADP, uh, and I have a theme with my two guys tonight. Uh, his ADP was 314, drafted as the tight end 36. Uh, if, to player. refresh mem- folks' memory, there was still some scuttlebutt about who is the tight end one coming into the beginning of 2021 because, remember, Jarwin had a pretty uh, nice... 2019 uh i'm 2020. sorry 2020 <laughs> math is tough COVID. um then he got hurt uh i think it was acl pre-season. something kind of come exactly ACL preseason missing missed an entire season uh so coming into 2021 we didn't exactly know so there uh, has obviously bared itself out schultz has clearly proven himself as the tight end one in a really a high volume offense and is he the tight uh, one though as a tight end one. Oh, my bad. One. Sorry, sorry. Like all the guys we're talking about tonight. <laughs> no, I was, ta- I was talking. Like, but what about Blake Darwin? Sorry, go ahead. Man. Um, I'm tired. Dalton Schultz yeah. was one of only six tight ends to finish with over 100 targets. That is very significant in uh, tw- moving mm-hmm. forward in 2022. Uh, his eight touchdowns is fifth best, but only one less than the four guys that were tied for first ahead of him with nine. Both Schultz and Michael Gallup are unrestricted free agents uh, this offseason. And Gallup's ACL was late season. That's important to remember in terms of... that's right. I mean, I I think we're all... Let's not bury the lead. I think we all assume Gallup is gone. But uh, him personally as a football player, it's going to affect the contract that he gets. I think he's a talented guy. Hopefully he gets somewhere that with a good uh, 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 training staff and health uh, and doctors. Uh, Go ahead, Josh. What were you going to say? I was going to ask you, as the as the resident Cowboys fan on this show, um, I thought that Dalton or Dalton Schultz was still under contract for next year, and I knew Gallup was leaving. So I'm my question to you agent, is: both with, with this with this injury to Gallup, a I'm, I'm my spidey sense is tingling a little bit that maybe Jerry Jones did this on purpose to get Michael Gallup on the cheap. Um, but if they could get Gallup on the cheap, are you saying Jerry Jones hurt Michael Gallup? I'm not saying anything at all, but I might be alluding to something like that. I'm pretty sure Gallup was an a- it was an ACL, so it's like it's either torn or it's not. Pretty um, sure Jerry Jones's bodyguard came running out in the field and hit him with a nightstick <laughs> in the knee. Just saying. Clearly, as Josh is alluding to, the reason I bring up Michael Gallup is targets. Again, folks, one of only six tight ends with over 100 targets on the entire season. Who are the other? This five? is this is what we want. From our tight end that we, whether we draft him at the end of the first or we wait till the you know the tenth, like 
opportunity is king at this position like it is any other it's just really important in a position where you only start one in a position where it's a dumpster fire quite frankly year in and year out if you don't grab the top two or three good luck dalton schultz has shown us that maybe the top two or three should be more like the top three or four uh, again, we talked about the eight touchdowns. Uh, uh, we talked about Gallup. According to PFF, uh, Schultz is 15th in run block rating. However, the list is full of part-time tight ends and run blocking specialists. Most of them under 500 snaps. The only ones kind of in that. You're, so what you're saying is over he's 600. A, he's a good to great do it all tight end. Absolutely. Because okay. the only okay. other ones around, you know, like. Eight, nine hundred, six, even six hundred plus snaps was Kittle and Andrews. They did mm -hmm. great, great higher than Schultz, which isn't that surprising. But it's also admirable that Schultz finished that high, considering he's, he's in actually that good a little company. bit. Well, he's also a little bit undersized. He's kind of more of a move tight end than you might think, or at least more than I did until looking into it. He's he's only six five two forty four, and you can see it when you watch him in real life. He's more of a Fatty. he's stocky. He's stocky. Don't no, actually the opposite. He's stocky. Don't get me wrong. He's stocky, but he is not. Um, that six, would be the. He, He's not a Gronk. That would He's be not the six, seven, two. That? I don't know how that works, but <laughs> he's not six, seven, two, sixty. Man, he's just not. He's Look at not, him. He's not Mo Ali. I think six yeah. five is a little generous. Honestly, I saw another listing at six four. I'll leave it at that. Uh, he did oh, get no, off to it's a slow. Well, sports like to exaggerate, depending on position. So he do got I, off to Chris, a slow so start I. with only six point three. Yeah, exactly. He, got, he did get off to a slow start in the first couple of weeks with only 6.3 fantasy points scored total over the first two weeks before a big two-touchdown day in week three. Then another small slump for only a couple weeks after their bye week in week seven. Then he had another two-touchdown game. So, you know, that's half of his touchdowns came from two games, to be clear, about touchdown regression. If he does return to Dallas, lock him in as a top 12 tight end. And honestly drink dallas could go drink. cheap and let him walk uh then he becomes a very interesting target in terms of landing spot i would throw the chargers out uh in in terms of that landing spot uh, another another reminder about contracts mike williams is also a free agent in terms of a big pass catcher red zone targets etc uh, um, i'd like to him. see what dallas does in in with 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 schultz my gut being a fan my gut being a fantasy analyst is that they will let gallup walk and they will give schultz a contract. And and again, I believe he's a shoe-in for a top 12 tight end, if that's the case. I Okay, so here's my one question to you, and then we need to move on. It's actually a couple of questions, but they're interlinked. Dalton Schultz stays in Dallas. You think that he's going to make a play to be a top three tight end next year, correct? I'm sorry, if he stays? No, if he, if he stays, stays he's in Dallas. He's a shoe in for a top twelve tight end. You're, I mean, you're asking me if he has a chance at a top three season. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, like, so where he's going? Where's he going to get drafted? The top five, oh. six as tight end. If he stays, if he stays in Dallas, what do you think he's going to do next year? If he's in Dallas, I would guess somewhere between eight and twelve because people hate Dallas, and there was actually a little bit of a sour note left in our. Even crawl. though Blake Jarwin's coming back from injury. Yes, no, I think Blake Jarwin is a zero factor in this equation. He might even be gone. Interesting. Okay. I know they gave him a contract um, second, a year and a half no, ago. Second question. Second mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. What is Dalton Schultz going elsewhere? Let's say to 
make up a team, Josh. Um, the nah, I don't like that one. Um, you want to steer away from the chart? My example of the Chargers. Yeah, because I think Donald Parham is the future there. Um, let's see opinion. the. Um, yeah. It is. No, no. Go so ahead. I'm go gonna, ahead. I, I would like. I'm going to go. Location. I'm going to go ahead and say mm. the. Um, uh, the not that team. Let's just go to the Bengals. That's what I was initially going to say. Ooh, I love it. Um, I think clearly Good whether he goes to the Bengals, whether, whether he stays know, in Dallas or goes to Cincinnati or goes to uh, the LA Chargers, not the Clippers. I think he's absolutely a top twelve tight end, no question. However, okay. uh, to parse it more uh, in Dallas, I think he has an upside of a top three guy. In San Diego, I'm sorry. Ha, dang it! You almost <laughs> made it through it. I know, I almost made it through the whole player without doing that. Uh, and I'm the one who brought up Chargers to begin with. Uh, I think it's a similar uh-huh. story with the Chargers. Um, I really like that Bengals. Uh, I think I'd like to see Tyler Boyd go elsewhere to make that more of a top three, top five thing. Hey, good. I think, I think he's yeah. I, I would. I would to, to hedge my bets. I would say Bengals. Given the current roster, he's a top. 12 what if guy. it was to? He's no more than a top twelve the guy. Jaguars. I mean, I don't even know the coaches and the quarterback. I. Mm, he's still a top twelve guy. Okay. Okay. That, I, nope. I don't think I, you I go sign was, him. Oh, quote, quote unquote. I don't think you go sign him away from Dallas without using him. And I think he no, showed but, us a lot but, in the last year and a half. Look at his twenty twenty. It's impressive too. Okay, let's uh, let's let's move along to George Kittle. He's number four on our list. Um, he's only Go seven Hawks. points behind. Um, thank you. Go Hawks. He's only seven points behind uh, Dalton Schultz as um, overall score for the season. I but... mean, he was going as the number three tight end off the board, and like we said earlier, Kittle we weren't on in the beginning of the season because he was going as a tight end three off the board, and he got injured, but he ended up as the tight end four. You are also missing him for three games, and it was really that's more like we go four by total points. That's why we go by total points, right? Because you or get that's that. That's why injury. we, yeah. Because if it, if it was points per game, he'd be the tight end three, and uh, yeah, he's still quite a bit behind Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, go Hogs. Uh, George Kittle's great. He has a terrible haircut, but you know, whatever. Um, let's move along to Zacherts sure. here. Uh, sure. This is a guy I wanted to talk about. I was mainly just trying to pick on someone that we normally don't talk about all that much here. Um, Kittle? Yeah. As we all know, Zach Gertz was traded midseason from the Eagles to the Cardinals. Um, rumor has it that he's quite the birder and preferred to be traded to a team with an ornithological uh, mascot. Um, is that like a, is that like a closet pit, term for so bird watchers? The, <laughs> what? A birder? Like a bird watcher? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they're called. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and um, the, the Falcons had just drafted Pitt, so they're out. Um, the, the Seahawks couldn't trade for a horse with a chipped tooth in a dentist office. I'm not sure what that means, but I wrote it down. Anyways, um, the Colts just needed uh, it needed it didn't need any more Eagles players, nor did it fit the bird theme. So all jokes aside, Ertz fared better with the cards. Um, he was averaging just. 6.6, uh, I'm sorry, 6.7 uh, points per game with the Eagles, but he got an increase. He got a bump up uh, with mm-hmm. the Redbirds. Uh, well, he was competing with Goddard, yeah. Uh, well, that and, yeah, I don't know if that was really the case. Would you say he just, took I, flight with the Cardinals? 
No, that's not what I was saying at all, Chris. As I stare angrily at you for that. Did I awful just steal pun. your pun? Um, <laughs> oh, no, I thought I, I stole your pun. I wasn't going there at all. I was, I was going away from that. I was flying. <laughs> I was flying away from it. Um, oh, let's make the show an hour and a half. Actively avoiding it. <laughs> Bird puns. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but, but so like, Ertz was on the out, man. But then he got traded to the Cardinals, mm. and people who picked him Clearly. up and or started him the, his first week in Arizona were instantly rewarded. Um, that he scored 14 and a half points there in his first week. I mean, granted, it was against the Texans, but you know, whatever. Um, but like most tight ends this year, that he had his peaks and valleys. Uh, Ertz was the third most targeted tight end, and he was the second most targeted tight end in the red zone this past season. Unfortunately, he only came up with three touchdowns in, in the red zone. Um, bit of a bit strange, but just a bit of an aberration, probably. Um, Ertz has also, also had the 11th highest snap percentage out of all tight ends, which I believe was at about 67% of the Cardinal snaps. So that's like, even though it was 11th highest, it was still like 67%, which great, but it's also not bad considering the team he was playing for with, you know, at times DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown, Green, AJ Green. And uh, Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore and everything. So like he was mm. finding his way into the into you know onto the field. So I mean like it was just here's the thing about Zach Hurts and I already said he's going to be 32 to start next year at the start of next year. I, that's so weird that he's that old. And by the way, he went to Stanford. Chris Stanford is where he went to Good college. Oh, I can't believe I'm so. I wonder if he's. Myself. I wonder if he was I'm like. I'm freaking a, talking about I, Dalton Schultz, who's a Stanford. I wonder tight if he end, was like a red sakes. shirt. Like I wonder if he was like a red shirt, like graduate transfer to. Stanford I just can't believe I forgot it. Sitting here doing research about Dalton Schultz, who's a Stanford tight end. That's frustrating. Anyways, um, no, it's it's all cool. Like, uh, Zach Kurtz was good. Like. He, I mean, he was more or less, uh, what was this, 14th off the board as, as ADP and for tight ends. But that Great was value. when he was with the Eagles. Um, so he returned value. Um, I just, I don't know. What, like, he's his contract is up with the Cardinals somehow. Somehow, like, when the Cardinals traded for Zach Ertz, it also null and voided the rest of his contract with the Eagles. Or they're paying the rest of it, and the Cardinals are done with Zach Ertz if they want to be. Well, it was very confusing, but apparently that's the case. You, yeah, I don't say do what you want to do, but you can you can put stipulations in, in a trade. Like, we'll give you, I don't know, one and a half they million gave, cash if we don't have to continue to pay said guy, if guy signs off on it, et cetera. Like, you can, you can put some stipulations in there. Yeah. I did not know that. Go ahead, sir. Uh, no, I thought that, like, I knew Ertz still had time left on his contract, but apparently no the idea. trade, vo like, voided the rest of his contract, well, at least from, from the Cardinals. Or Philly already had an out. I don't know. I mean, Philly was already. Looking I, it was. Elsewhere. It was. Very, I didn't look too. I didn't look too hard in it because of time. But yeah, that apparently, apparently, Zach Ertz is a unrestricted free agent after, you know, come like what is it March? Whatever is the beginning of the new NFL season. What if he like? What do you like? I'm hoping that he goes somewhere where he can double be. digits, maybe. Oh, I'm sorry, free agent. Gotcha. Talking about fantasy. You're talking about reality. Continue. Um, I'm talking about fantasy. Like, where could Zach Ertz go? Like, a you know, once again, like a he's gonna ask for a lot of money. 
still. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, I'll take, like, you know, a million dollars. I'm going to throw the Chargers out there. Absolutely, again, they're one of the leading teams in cap room. Uh, remember okay. they still have a rookie quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> not obviously not a rookie quarterback. A, con- a quarterback on his rookie contract, a, a very young uh, quarterback, yes. And a window, and hey man, Bosa on defense, and uh, a, de- a Did window you say with Bosa, de- Bosa on defense. Okay, I'm like he's a not a Bosa, window, and it's not and Bosa. Then went, <laughs> and then a window that they have to win with a cheap quarterback contract. Um, I love any tight end. Uh, destination there for for uh, not San Diego for the L.A. Chargers. Other than that, I would name the Bengals Can- again. Um, maybe Jacksonville, Jeez, but I don't like it. Um, Chicago, I don't love it. They got Cole Komet. I know your guy. He's still on a rookie deal too, so like, why not? Why not parse out? Cole I mean, Grant I don't know Dallas on a, Dallas on a one or two year if they lose Schultz. Approve it deal. Perhaps, yeah, exactly, yeah, prove it deal. Well, like, I mean, not a prove it deal, but like a a guy uh, that might have something left deal, in the tank. Exactly, a year or could, two. That's easily like that's totally a down front loaded, a front loaded, a front loaded two year contract from the Dallas Cowboys because they played him for like six years in Philly every at tw- twice a season, and they lost Schultz in this hypothetical. Yeah, okay, I'll throw that out there and a high and see, a high I, volume. I could also offense. see the. Bears too. If the new uh, head coach wants to do like a twelve personnel set, you know, two tight ends, it's possible. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's keep moving, man. Um. So that's that's Zach Ertz. He was number five on our list. Number six is Gronk. He missed five games with um some sort of Gronkonian uh, ailment. I don't remember what it is. That's why I'm making up words. He'd have been he'd Um, he'd have been tight end three with his average per game if he'd have played more games. Also, also ex- he was technically the tight end five because he has the exact same points as Zach Ertz. Now that I'm really looking at it, interesting. Um, uh, yes, he does. He's tied for sixth. They're tied for yeah, sixth. Fifth. Good point. Fifth. Sorry, tied looking at the wrong column. <laughs> uh, anyways, Cal uh, Pitts is number seven, as we mentioned earlier. Crap, tons of yards and and targets and receptions. Just didn't come with the touchdowns. If I'm, I'm probably going to skip Pitts next year and draft season, and uh, just because he's gonna go like pay up. I'm, 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 I'm a either get my tight end real like super early or wait super late, you know. And so Pitts could you not make the argument that he's could you not make the argument that he is the guy that you should get super early? I assume you're making the opposite argument. Okay. No. Why do you hate this guy so much? I I don't hate him. I'm scared that he's the next Julio Jones. Did he not return value this past draft season? Did he not return to value this season? Not really, because he was going off the tight end four, and he went and uh, he, according to this, actually, he's... I don't know if he was going with tight end four. What's his ADP? Tight end four, ADP. 46th overall. Yes. I've got a tab open here for ADP. God dang, that's frustrating. Okay, well, tight end seven was Logan Thomas, and he was going at the seventy seventy seventh overall, which is what the eighth round, I think eighth round. Um, that seems a little bit more appropriate, but I'm still probably skipping him. It kind of depends on how the draft goes for me, but yeah, probably skipping out on bits. Uh, number eight on our list is Dawson Knox. Mr. Dawson Knox finished as the tight end eight, as Josh just alluded to. Uh, he did play 15 games. I didn't games lose anything. Since in, he just told us. That's right. Uh, 
I didn't tell you. Uh, he only played 15 games. That's important to mention in a 17 game season. Uh, his ADP oh, was good. 272. He was the tight end 32. If you didn't notice, there's a theme. With I'm, both I'm guys. sorry. I'm sorry. What did what did you just came out of your mouth? 200. His ADP what? was two, 272 overall. I did it right this week with my two guys, as opposed to wide receiver. 236. That's not what I have for Dawson Knox. 236 from Fantasy I have Pros. 272. Half PPR tight end. Fantasy Pros. Half point. Uh, as the tight end 32. Oh. Again, I'm intrigued by this problem that, that we're having. I have no idea, man. Uh, he was tied for first among tight ends with nine receiving touchdowns. As I believe there were four guys with nine touchdowns in the tight end position. So he was tied for first. He scored over half of those touchdowns, over half. In the first five weeks of the season, before oh, really? breaking a bone in his hand in a week six loss to the Titans. In his first also game back. COVID, like I was calling it. I was wrong. Just let me be wrong, all right, Chris? Jesus, stop rubbing I mean, it in my he, face. Yeah, yeah, he broke a bone in his hand. You know, catching the ball is tough with a broken bone in your hand. So, <laughs> hey, Chris, Again, you know the Australian Open still going on? Why am I not watching this? Nine touchdowns. Show. Why am I not watching I have no idea. Again, nine touchdowns. He scored five of them in the first five weeks of the season. Broke his hand in week six. Uh, I think there was a couple weeks of injury and a bye week in there. So you're talking about an absolutely dominant first five weeks of the season. And if you include his first, the game he was hurt, as I said, week six, and his first game back, where he was limited clearly because he only got one target, he had another five-week stretch of the exact opposite where he was basically absent for your fantasy fantasy team. So it was tough, but you had to hold on to him because of what you've seen and also what you saw back in oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, 2020, I suppose. He was coming on a little <laughs> bit then. Uh, there was some hype. We bet. Uh, and then come full circle back to obviously not helping a fantasy team, but what he did in the playoffs in the wild card round last week, another two touchdowns. So you have to take this guy into account as a red zone threat. Absolutely. He was sixth in red zone targets among tight ends, yep. despite only playing 15 games. May I remind you, mm -hmm. he definitely wasn't a yardage guy or a target leader. Uh, again, he, or not again, uh, he had 71 targets, caught 49 of them for 587 yards. That's a 12.0 average. So much of his yeah, fantasy dominance came from the touchdowns. Unlike Schultz, who I talked about earlier, who produced and had good touchdown numbers. Like he was a he was a target leader, uh Schultz was. However, I think Knox and Schultz are more similar and than different in terms of playing in great offenses, high volume offenses, and being very talented tight ends. So I mean, I, I clearly see him as a top twelve tight end again next year. Um I know you're making this quick, but and and mm -hmm. that's cool. But like I, I'm seeing a I was little bit of done. comparisons. What? I was more or less done, except for okay, good. Finiting so my I'm seeing, for I'm seeing um, some. I'm getting a little Mark Andrews vibe here. He's not um, Dawson Knox is not the best pass catching option for the Buffalo Bills, but you know Mark Andrews like uh, uh, Dawson Knox is going to be going into his fourth year, like Andrews was this year, I believe. Mm -hmm. And Andrews took Contract a huge here. step up in targets and yardage and everything in his fourth year. Maybe Dawson Knox can too. Like I already said, like he was kind of my uh, dart throw guys who were in the top twelve this year that could eat, mm -hmm. that could be the tight end one next year. You know, like you know, you get your Travis. I Kelsey think given the couple game games with who, with he missed with injury, uh, and, and to your point, 
uh, it could be any of them. Um, uh, you know, and honestly, I, if he I don't know. I'm just like, absolutely. So Dawson Knox, he was a tight end eight, like like we've already established. Tight end eight last year was, or going into the 2021 season was Noah Fant, and he was going at 80 overall, which is. Yeah. Oh, fish. It's in the eighth round, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, That's not bad. I, yeah, I don't want necessarily a touchdown-dependent tight end, but they kind of all are because, no, you know what, gonna, I was going to let you finish. Yeah, that's dumpster fire, man. Again, dumpster fire. You miss the first three or so, and it's like a dumpster fire. And, and Most of the, them the, are. If you're, if you're involved in your offense in the red zone, it's not a bad thing. That's what you're trying hey, Chris, to say, I believe. If you break your hand, isn't it hard to... I was just going to say, I was going to let you finish. I was like, dude, add in at least another game or two. The guy doesn't, it's not, we're not talking about a a hamstring. We're not talking about a receiver with a hamstring issue. This is not a recurring thing. You break a bone. It wasn't his like fourth concussion in in like a season and a half either. This is not an injury history. Although I'd have to go back further and look at collegiate. I won't do that tonight. (laughs) Clearly. I'm just saying. We don't have time for that. Exactly. That's not my point. My point is, assuming that he doesn't bring his cotton-picking hand again, hey, man, we're looking at a top-five season easily. Easily with nine touchdowns. Maybe his yardage totals look better. Maybe he continued because he flashed in targets for sure for a two-, three-week stretch a couple of times. Absolutely he did. His targets weren't that abysmal, but it just didn't add up to a a Dalton Schultz-esque season. (laughs) Can you tell him high on him? Yep. Uh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. He plays for the Cowboys and Chris likes them. Weird. And he's on my dynasty um, roster. Oh, like Josh never does that. <laughs> I haven't once this show. Okay. <laughs> I like that stipulation. You're right, sir. I'm completely wrong. It was totally rubbing in your face with Mark. Oh, Andrews. did you do it this show? <laughs> I was thinking more like the running backs and receivers from the past couple of weeks. I was. What else did with Mark Andrews too? You know, you end up with a tight end one on the season. Oh, on you might win a roster. dynasty championship. Just saying. You just might. Um, Positional scarcity. Tight end let's number, go. Let's move along to tight end number nine on our list, which is Hunter Henry. Um, I don't got a lot to say about Hunter Henry here. I certainly didn't poke, uh, pick him as a focus point to rub it in Chris's face that I was right and he was wrong, uh, that I was on Team Henry and he was on Team Janu. Um, but but before you say anything, if memory serves correct, you did. I think you said that you thought maybe Hunter Henry was a bit of a value pre-draft or during. It seems to ring a bell. Seems to ring a bell. But so I wrote that up, and I'm like. No, I think that like you were on Janu, but you were also saying that you know, being the perpetual offense writer that you are. Um, I mean, I definitely so, one is as high as Henry as as high on Henry as you were given Janu's presence. Yeah, you were higher on Henry for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Even though Janu and Henry were back going back to back in ADP rankings, they mm-hmm. were still being drafted 15 picks apart. Uh, Janu was going out at 140 overall, which Put some, what is that, 10, 11, 13, 14th. Um, Hunter Henry is going at uh, 155 overall, overall. So, like, he was your, like, tight end dart throw at the end of, like, last pick of the draft. Um, where uh, where Ertz was the 11th highest in snap percentage, uh, Henry, uh, that would be Zach Ertz, like what I talked about earlier. Uh, Hunter Henry was 18th most, but Ooh. Henry was still at, 
and this is where I got Ertz wrong. Hunter Henry was at 67%, whereas um, Zach Ertz, I believe, was at like close to 80%. I'm sorry. It, it was it was like it was a big it wasn't that big of a difference. You know, that's only 13%, you know, like it's not, you know, sure. 67% of, of, of the Pat snaps where, you know, Johnny Smith was also on the field at those times too. I don't think that's that bad. I'd really like that number to be higher. Of of course, you know, 67 is still not that great, but I mean, that, that, you know, I, 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 I can't change the past, Chris. I, <laughs> I, I know, well said. I know um, we could have at the beginning of the season, but, th- but that would have been the, the, the future and not the past. And hmm. you didn't have the hindsight or the ambition to do anything about it. So there was something about the pizza being along the way. I don't really know. So we can't really change the past. Um, I'm, I, I just confused myself. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, um, in the same stroke. Yeah. I just wanted to say pizza. Cause I like pizza. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big boy and I like my pizza. See, if we were, um, we were if we were streaming this, we'd be like, "Hey, let's order pizza." I'm <laughs> just kidding. Continue, sir. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm off totally track. Let's go order pizza later. I love pizza. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, Chris, uh, real, real quick side note: pineapple on your pizza? Yes or no? No. Yeah, exactly. It's it's an abomination. Um, what do you think about Hunter Henry for next season? To just do to reel it back into Hunter Henry. I mean, if memory serves. They're both under contract, right? Henry and John. Oh yeah, and actually, and actually, Johnu has one year, one I more. Couldn't find Johnu on PFF just now looking him up. I assumed they used him for run blocking more than they used Henry for run blocking. Justifiably they used him so. For injury fodder more than they did with Hunter Henry <laughs> okay. as well. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Shots so fired. I'm, just, at I'm out. On, I'm out on Johnu. Have been for at least a season or and a half or so. That's not true at all. You were totally on Johnny going into like two seasons ago with the Browns when he was still with the Browns. Ever since he left, ever since either Henry left the Chargers. No, what? Oh, Titans. Sorry, that's what I would say. Uh, Oh, and Joku's (laughs) the other guy. Just same guy. Same guy. Never going to realize. (laughs) Never going to realize his receiving potential. He he's 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 a Greek god of an athletic specimen who can block well. Sometimes sometimes to block more. Then we would like him to doesn't in translate to football, right? I mean, fair. Not look all the at time me. I didn't pan out prowess. the NFL. No, it's quite the athlete. He's lying to your faces, folks. Um, <laughs> the point is, it doesn't. If you're the best athlete on the field, it doesn't necessarily you're the best receiving tight end on the field. And I don't want anything to do with J- Njoku or uh, 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 Jonu Smith coming from the Titans. Hunter Henry's a fine red zone threat in the NFL, just like he has been every, almost every season of his career, minus maybe his first with Gates. I, I think he's fine. Uh, top 12, I'm not going to go that far. I just hate the... No, I and, and in my notes here, I have I have him outside of the top 12 because okay. he was nine here. Not we get far, Wall, but outside, We get Waller yeah. back next year. We get yep. TJ Hawkinson back next year. Yep. Um, and I have another guy that I didn't write. Waller down was 11 was... games. Hawkinson was 12 games to refresh mm-hmm. folks' memory. We're going to get Cole Komet in the top 12 next year. We're going to get um, Logan Thomas back into maybe the top 12. Maybe in the Higby, top 12. Higby, maybe Higby, a Robert Higby, Tunyon. Higby you know? for the Rams was a huge red zone guy uh, statistically. Um, even though the other stats won't work out so well. And That's he not coming outside. through, is it? Uh, Friarmouth. Let me throw that out there. 
He's yes. the one, I think. He yes. was my and, and yep. Firemuth is my super deep, super super deep dark, like well, I like love this buried kid. buried in the earth. Obviously, questions at uh, quarterback or tight and whatnot. One. But man, love that guy. Love him. Watch him play. Firemuth. I mean, yeah, he was the number two player. guy in the. He was the number two tight end coming in this draft, and the only reason he wasn't talked about more was Kyle Pitts. Of course, of course, yeah. Well, and also just the type of player they are. I'm not saying Firemuth can't be a fine receiving tight end for Steelers. He could be or the next else. like Firemuth is like the next Gronk. Just like, in the past happy NFL that we right, but in the past happy NFL, Pitts was what fourth overall. You're gonna get all the press and all the hype. Let's let's finish up though, Mister Unicorn. Uh, number ten on our list is Dallas Goddard. Or Goddard uh, for the Eagles. Now the I'm coming in the only what, there for a while. Yeah, he actually had a better. He had actually had a better points per game than Kyle Pitts and Hunter Henry, but he missed a couple games. Good so call. you know, good call in your face. Uh, uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, Mike Kosicki, one of our favorite tight ends going in um, pre-draft, didn't really this pan morning. out. Yeah, played every game. I think it was used a lot more to block this year mm-hmm. because. The Miami Dolphins offensive line was atrocious. Yep. I think Mikaseki uh, is turning into a more well rounded tight end than we thought instead of yeah. just a pass catcher. And again, like you said, bad. No offense. Um just just bad quarterbacking from the get. I somehow he made it in the, into the tight end twelve. Here's a here's the thing, Chris. There's a hundred and twelve point difference from tight end one to tight end twelve. There's a That's like a whole nother tight end. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, like a whole from tight, tight end three, two. which is Dalton Schultz to Noah Fant. There's forty four point eight points difference. Can mm-hmm. you tell I did that on the fly? Um, that's uh, that's a big gap from one to three, and not a big gap from three to twelve. And you know what that wow. means? Tight ends can go. <laughs> Dumpster fire again. I'm going to throw that term out there. Dude, if, if there's one more, if okay, and we're we're wrapping up the show here. It's, and yeah. To talk about tight ends in, in general. Um, first off, I want to say, and I've said it all season, I hate tight ends. And and but you're gonna make your flex. Time, you're gonna make your flex argument. Go what I was like gonna a... what I was gonna actually ask you is why don't we draft tight ends earlier if there's such a disparity in that level of talent. Because like the drop, because to your point a couple moments ago, the drop off is but, so but even steep. Then, if you okay, don't so, land a top three then, guy, you're done. I guess Kittle was going in the top you don't, three you rounds. Don't, you don't want Mark. How do I put it? You don't want Travis Kelsey of 2021. You want the Dalton Schultz of 2022. Does that make sense? You want the you want the Dawson Knox of 2022. Okay, so who's your who's your? When I looked at their ADP tonight, I was honestly surprised at my resources. I was like, holy crap! I miss. I basically picked two undrafted guys. Basically. Mm, well, depends on how Dude, there you are people look at picking, I was one of them. I, I was picking. I was picking Higby. I was picking Higby before both those guys. I was picking the Seattle guy, uh, Everett. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, Everett. I'm not necessarily an Everett guy, but. Everyone was okay. ADP wise, ADP wise, he was clearly drafted well ahead of both Knox and yep. Schultz. Okay, so not, so speaking of next year's um, Schultz or um, there you go, there you Knox go. There you go. or your Hunter Henrys or your whatever the guy outside the top. Well, we already did that, though, didn't we? So so go who's ahead. your guy not in our list this week that could be next year outside of injury? 
Well, we already so named not, one. Not Hawkinson, not Waller, you know. We already named one in Friermuth. I'm going to go and reiterate. Good and one. one in, Good Hig, one. in Higby. That, he was also Hig, injured, but that's fine. Higby's red zone numbers were great. Uh, he got enough tight uh, looks in the red zone on a high-powered offense. We don't know what's going to happen with Robert Woods coming back from injury. Odell Beckham Jr. is only, I think his contract's out. Uh, it's targets. It's about targets and a good offense. I think Higby is a great answer. Fryermuth, Higby, and you already named the guys with injury. Um, I'm going down the list, sir. Give me a couple more moments. Wow, okay, it gets so really well, you you shit. look and I'll and I'll tell you mine. I don't know. Let's talk about the Saints guy that I liked this year with an actual quarterback. Hey, maybe Trout Man. Forward. I was yeah, wondering let's if you were Trout, say Man. Trout Man. And when I say Dark Horse, sir, I mean like pitch of black. I mean, sir. he's buried underneath <laughs> a rock in the very depths of a cave. Unlike this just... previous offseason where we had some reasonable, reasonably high thoughts about him and Komet. Uh, Komet is looking better. I think I'm that's going, who you're I'm going back to the Komet well. That's what, that yep, was I would too. I would too. Komet is is number one on my list. If Aaron Rodgers and, stays in Green Bay, Robert Tunyon. I mean, I I said with down year injury, but, down year for sure. He had a down year, but but but, but, but Tunyon. There, yeah. Um. Um. One more guy that I would just 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 one more guy I'd like to maybe throw out there. Um. Maybe. Uh, oh, sorry. It, it's I was looking. I was and I skipped over my actual guy, Jordan Akins, um from the Houston nice. Texans. I, Still was young. he not a Still rookie young. this year? Um, I think he's two, a year removed from a rookie. I think it was. His I think he's a rookie. Season. I think it, this was his rookie season. But regardless, man. I mean, um, you know, Davis Mills showed some potential there behind a really, really horrific offensive line. Um, was born in ninety. There was a guy out of UCLA this year that was a rookie. I can't remember who he ended up playing for. Oh no, it's not. It's Jordan. It's it, the, the 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 Texans do have a rookie mm. tight end. I don't remember what his name is, but Jordan Akins is a guy that could be. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's someone has to be catching the ball for the Texans the next year. Whether it's Davis Mills at quarterback, I think they're gonna roll Davis Mills and maybe bring in some competition just in case. Maybe uh. How? What's that dude that was the the quarterback there? Um, nope, never mind. It was the same guy. Um, you know, maybe you get a, a Teddy Bridgewater that goes to Teddy B that goes to the Texans. You know? Yeah, he did so great for Noah Fant. Oh, jo uh, Brevin <laughs> Jordan. That's the the title. Thank you. Where did he get drafted to? The Texans. Thank you. Okay, I just he was like the, no, he was like the third tight end off the board in UCLA. The, in the 20, I kept draft. I kept getting a rookie for this coming season. Apparently, Greg Dull. That's how anyway. I got it mixed up. They they got the it's like it's like a, a, a wheel fortune before and after. Brevin Jordan. Brevin Akins, Jordan. Brevin know? Jordan's the name I was looking for. He's got some promise in terms of at least an athletic profile, receiving chops. Well, same with I Jordan Akins like too. I mean, it's just fair. And Jordan Akins is not that far removed from being a rookie either. Like he he's like. It's he, his fourth season this year. I just looked okay, it up. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not to like, not to like throw in your face. Late like, bloomer, late bloomer, <laughs> just like me. Anyway, folks. <laughs> um, one more guy that I, I think he's washed that maybe could potentially do it. Evan Ingram. He's not going to be with the Giants next year. That's for almost. Can you see me not holding my breath? 
Yeah. <laughs> me neither. I'm just like, I but, know. Uh, like, it's uh, a name. Uh, but like of guys that like maybe was in the, like a, a bad a guy in a bad situation. We should, we should make a graphic in the off season to use moving forward. Tied in dartboard. Book it. I tied in dartboard with like both of us going like, Hey, before we close real quick, folks, we're talking about saying some, some, some show format changes. Let us know in the comments. We're thinking about streaming a little bit more. Let us know. I think that's something I'd like to have on, on command there, a uh, time um, dartboard with some faces. And we're, and we're, and we're talking about like, <laughs> like, like streaming and then just kind of like maybe putting the, the show into audio format, um, with podcast, you know, like and, into an RSS feed. Um, and it's just mainly because Chris is talking about going back to work. I work full time. Yep. yep. And it's just, it's just a little bit easier on us and, and just have a live show where y'all can and we like, were ar- we were already moving away from the gigantic, uh, matchups show. For yeah. That. Cause me, well, again, I mean, well, and it, Josh's and, and, point, it's not saying that we won't do that, but we might it. do like a real abbreviated, like, you know, touch on this, 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 and this, or something like that, you know, like more of the key points than every single player on the docket. We just as guys who don't get paid to do this and it's not saying that we hate it, it's just that like real life is, is, you know, outside of this show is as much as we love doing it. We do, we do. I personally do. I'm not going to speak for Chris, but I love doing this show. It is definitely making me at least a, at, at bare minimum, a better fantasy player. Hey man, you have a um, great season. Absolutely. It has definitely brought me closer to Chris. His wife is definitely jealous. She has sent me a lot of hate texts about it um not that's not true i don't have your wife's phone number um or do i um (laughs) but yeah we would like to do the streaming thing and that would also get us uh you know like in touch with you guys a little bit more too Mm -hmm. a little bit of more audience interaction as well you know not saying we're there to we would be there to answer every audience question or anything like that Not necessarily but you know certainly the pertinent ones or ones that were like are relevant to the subject or something Maybe we'll have a Q&A section. We don't know. We're like we're just kind of spitballing some ideas. It's just that the whole like editing video process is even as much as we don't do a lot of like special effects and you as know easy of an edit as and, it is, you know CGI robots and everything yep. into it. It does take a lot mm-hmm. of time out of our mm-hmm. lives. And Chris mm-hmm. has got a family. I don't, but um, I certainly have. Um, a, a, a comic book addiction. We all have lives, man. Uh, let's let's lives, put it that actually. way. Um, <laughs> I almost said drug addiction. I'm like, I'm not addicted to any drugs anymore. Just so. comic books. Woo! Woo! On that note, just on no. that note, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're editing this, not me, sir. <laughs> am I editing though, or am I just gonna release it all? I, I um, on that note know. have a good night everyone uh, next week we'll be back with the quarterbacks probably the top 12 with some sleepers again next next week um, you can get, look forward to having it on Sundays if you're not if you're if you're watching us in YouTube format you can check us out in podcast format if you're listening to us in podcast format you can check us out on YouTube which is more or less a, a video where you can see my ugly mug and Chris's voice and you can see what Chris looks like which is better than me um, don't, we're not here to judge. We don't want any comments of, oh, Josh, you're better than Chris. It's not true, and I hate myself, so let me hate myself, okay? Um, have a good night. Later, everybody.
chit chat all hey, we want afterwards. Hey, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not, you're not stealing my thunder on this one.